Three long days from I don't know It takes a little more than what you show And that's yesterday Yeah, yesterday Hello everyone and welcome to Bobby Finn Knows Everyone. I am Bobby Finn. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you, Tom. Hey, Bobby. Thanks for having me. Happy St. Patty's Day to you. Yeah, awesome, awesome. You got your nice green on. It looks awesome. Yep. You know, it's kind of funny is for the last, all up until probably 10 years ago, we'd all get together, me and a bunch of buddies, and 8 o'clock in the morning, we'd go down to this place called the Cloverleaf in Newport. We're going there after this. Going to go there after this, have a couple. But we'd get there at 8 o'clock, go downtown St. Paul. But the funniest part about it is we'd stop at this Hunan Garden. That was the first place we'd stop. On, on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. It's the farthest thing from Ireland, right? We'd get there and there's a thing called the volcano. And the volcano has, it's this big cup. And in the middle, it has 151 Bacardi. Is so, it? And it's on fire. And it's on fire. Yeah. So yeah, everybody gets a straw, right? And you just take it down. Next thing you know, now it's 9 o'clock. And I don't even know where the hell I am. So it's like all over the place. Now you're starting to stumble around walking like the zombie pub crawl through downtown St. Paul all day long. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I was home before nightfall hit. <laughs> on St. Patty's Day. On St. Patrick's Day. Did you hit other bars while you're around on, on St. Patty's Day or did you just like stumble around and then pass out at, at home? No, we, uh, we hit it. Oh, gosh. It, I mean, we made the tour around the whole city. Had a bunch of hot dogs from the vendors, and you just take, you know, getting rides from the cops, all that stuff. But <laughs> getting rides from the cops. <laughs> yeah. About the Vulcans, were they there, like the making out with you? Yeah, the Vulcan. Well, not with me, but everybody else, right? How but creepy is that? It is super creepy. I don't get that. I I remember like I was at a parade with my mom when I was young, and the guy came up and like <clears throat> tried to kiss her and stuff, and I was like. Sexual assault. I felt so weird about it. I'm sure I'm scarred for this day. He like black lipstick or her cheek, but it is, I don't think they do that anymore. I think yeah. it's just like full on. What has something happened about 10 years ago or something? Somebody got molested. Yeah. Like violently. Jeez. Yeah. It was, know it was that bad. Well, I mean, where's bad? Where's the line? The Mendoza line. Right. So, what, how many Irish bars are there downtown St. Paul? Do you have any idea? Off the top of my head, I'd, I'd, I don't know, but I'd say six or seven. McGovern's? I don't mm. know of any others. I know, but I I know they're there. I just don't remember the names. How about the best Irish bar that I think I've ever been to? Halftime Rack. You got it. Yeah. College hangout of mine. Didn't matter if it was St. Paddy's Day or not, but we'd always end up at Halftime Rack. I don't know why, because I didn't live by there. Stellar. It is awesome. And they always had, you know, the great Irish bands going and then... You ever been in the basement? Hell yes. Oh my gosh. There was some uh, bocce almost, down there. Yeah, you almost feel like skull and crossbones kind of thing, right? Do they call it bocce in in, in like Ireland or is it a whole different game? Mm, not is sure. It like sand bowling or, right? Because it's like a sand pit and you yeah. got the balls. Right. I think it's bocce. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But a, great bar. Yeah, it is a great bar. Better than the Cloverleaf? Yes or no? Different. Okay. Does have a basement. Uh, no, it's... I mean, obviously, it's more nostalgic on St. Patty's Day for sure. I mean, that's they probably make six months of business and on St. Oh, Patty's, but hell yeah. it's a good bar. It's uh, but Cloverleaf's right from right by my house or where I grew up at, so that was always a family bar. If I asked you to rank your top five Irish bars, could you do it? Being a 
name with Bobby Finn, you should have some Irish favorites. I know, but I drink too much. I don't remember. <laughs> you forget where you were. I forget where I, I forget what happened. Do you, it's overserved all the time. Do you put your feet up on these tables at Irish bars, or is that like you know you'll get your ass kicked if you do that? No, I put my foot up anywhere. It doesn't matter where I'm at. You know, it's funny. My hip started hurting this week. I'm like, is it from putting my foot on the table? When Bobby drinks too much, ladies and gentlemen, he puts his feet on things. A high tables, which I can't even like lift my feet to put my socks on in the morning because I have a bad lower back. You can flip your foot on a table like nobody's business. Like nothing I've ever seen. Crazy. Did you ever did you like run hurdles when you're in high school or anything like that? Because it's just like <laughs> No, I don't know why the hell it is. Okay. That's only one leg really. The other leg won't go anywhere. So it's weird. How about East Side of St. Paul? A lot of Irish bars there. I mean, because halftime rec is not considered East Side of St. Paul. Halftime rec is not East Side. No. You know, geez. Italian bars. I mean, downtown's not considered East Side either. So there's not a lot of uh, not a lot of Irish bars. I don't think. I, I mean, think really, yeah, it's weird. Good Italian bars. Yeah, I mean, we. Oh yeah, there's a lot of Italian bars down on Payne Avenue for sure. I mean, yeah. But uh, yeah, I can't think of any because Cloverleaf is not right. I mean, a lot of Irish <laughs> people at those bars, but not uh, right. Not owned by them. Right. I guess they take advantage of us. A lot of Irish guys that you grew up with. <clears throat> a lot of like uh, tough Irish kids that you had to like, you know, knock around a little bit to gain the respect. Or, or were you that guy? You were that Irish guy. Well, I was kind of don't mess with probably Bobby King, King of the Irish, but there was, uh, gosh, there was so many different nationalities of people that I grew up with. Mm -hmm. I mean, Indian, Mexican, I mean, black, everybody, right? So. Uh, as far as Irish goes, there wasn't uh, there wasn't a lot of in my area, a lot of Irish people, which is weird. Not like the Marky Marks and the no, it wasn't the Wahlbergs right? and the Southies. Saint Paul the... didn't have Southie, mm -hmm. right? But uh, yeah, it's kind of weird now that you say that. But right, mm -hmm. we didn't consider it though. Like when we were growing up, we didn't consider like <clears throat> oh, there's the Irish. I didn't. I don't know. I mean, some kids people did that did, grew up in different types of neighborhoods, but. I don't know. We were. We didn't care, like, right? We didn't. Right. Care. Everybody was okay everywhere, right? To a point, right? Right. I mean, there was different areas of town that you kind of stay away from mm -hmm. because you knew. But as far as you know, just bars itself. That yeah, I think everybody was all right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Kind of funny, but well, we do have some good Irish whiskey here today that you went and picked up for us very yeah. graciously. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. Uh, Hopefully it ends the right way. <laughs> Got to bring. Uh, it never is going to end the right the right way. St. <laughs> Patty's Day, I don't think. But cheers, thanks for the. Cheers for the uh, keeper's heart. Yeah. So, what was your story about this guy? You met him at. Uh, so liquor keeper's store. heart. Yeah. So I'm at this liquor store <clears throat> buying some booze for fiftieth uh, birthday to an Irish guy, Tom McCormick, right? Irish man. Just at Surtix over here looking for some good Irish whiskey. Like, I don't know what I was going to buy. Like, oh, I'll stop into Surtix. They'll have something that's not Jameson. But if there's Jameson, fine, you know. And sure enough, uh, I go over to the Irish whiskey, whiskey section and there is uh, a little group of people and they've got a little, you know, point of, point of purchase display out. And I could just, I could smell a marketing person from a mile away. So... I uh, just kind of look around the shelves and sure enough, like they come over to me and they have like, you know, their notes and they've got a little like barrel with booze on top of it. And I was like, oh, what's going on here? She's like, what are you looking for? 
I was like, I'm looking for Irish whiskey, actually. She says, oh, my God, that's what we do. That's where, that's what we make here. We, uh, we work for Keeper's Heart. Have you ever heard of it? And I was like, no, I have not. And she's like, oh, well, it's the best of American whiskey, Irish whiskey, and the best of um, Ireland Irish whiskey. In fact, uh, we brought over the head distiller from Jameson, and he lives in Minnesota now, and he makes this. And I was like, really? And the guy turns around, and he's like, <laughs> his back was to me, and he just kind of like spins and like, Hello. <laughs> and nicest guy ever. He tells me a little bit about his story. Invites me to the O'Shaughnessy Distillery, which is right over here. And he didn't like say, hey, come with me. I'm going to show you a tour. He just said, yeah, you should stop by. And uh, there you go. Keeper's heart. And uh, it's, I think it's pretty good. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I bought a couple bottles. He, he signed one for me. He signed both of them for me. One for my buddy and one for me. And I got home and I cracked it open and started drinking it. I don't know if you're not supposed to. You know, when someone autographs a bottle for you, do you like, okay, this is on display only. So then you got to buy a second bottle. And what if he, what if he autographs that bottle too? So now you can't, you can't drink out of both. Keep buying bottles. <laughs> right. I mean, he just kept saying like, you want me to sign it? You want me to sign it? It's like, I'm not going to tell him not to sign it. Right. But then what do you do with it? You just put it on a shelf and you never get to drink it. I don't know. Like, is this guy going to, how many like collector's items are there from head distillers of places? Yeah. Good point. Good point. It, it, I mean, at some point. We're, we're done having babies. So it's not like our buddies are going to have babies anymore, right? But it, it, good times can happen any day. Right. You don't have to wait for that. Right. Pop the cork. Let's go. Yeah. So I like it. It's good. Thanks for thanks for getting some for us. And yeah. uh, what, are they, what are they saying in Ireland? Slauncha? <laughs> Something like that, isn't it? I don't remember. Slauncha. That's there a little while ago. <laughs> But uh, I just remember that from a Adam Sandler uh, <laughs> comedy album where he plays this crazy Irish swearing fisherman guy. Not fisherman. He, they go water skiing and he chops people up in his in his boat. So listen to it if you haven't. It's called like that. the psychotic Donnie Borsheski bit. I don't even know what it is. So listen. Fantastic. Yeah. What do you think about this? I mean, the, obviously the biggest news story in the whole world right now, right? The Ukraine shit. I mean, what if, I mean, it's unbelievable how the world has a bucket of popcorn and they kind of just stand and watching all this shit happen. It is, it is, especially in today's day and age of like everything's out there, social media, news. I mean, you remember the, when the Gulf War happened, it was just like you could watch bombs being dropped and scud missiles being sent and you know wolf blitzers on the front line talking about you know whatever it is the war now you got like half my tiktok feed is you know people from ukraine posting video of it it's it's kind of eerie it's scary it's eerie and sad to, and weird i was watching the news earlier and these guys are doing their you know they're they're just telling the story but it's like they're telling the same story they do on the presidential night. This this uh, state is voting this way. This mm -hmm. they're talking about this country that is being overtaken by a you know a country that doesn't give a crap about anybody, right? I mean, it, it's just mind boggling to me. And there's a, a speaking of Ireland, I went to Ireland to to meet with a company for my real job, and met with a lady, and she's from Ukraine. And I sent her a text message, or I sent her an email a couple of weeks ago, and I just said, hey, I'm thinking about you and your family. I hope all is well. And I got an auto office reply. She's gone. The, and all this says, uh, you know, I'll get back to you whenever I can. And it said, hashtag, stand with Ukraine. 
And I'm just like, oh my God. And then she replied back to me about a half hour later and she said, it's surreal. My mom's town was bombed and my brother's going to fight. And this is somebody I met. Yeah. And it's, I mean, this is real. And it's so scary and it's not too far away, you know? Right. It's, it's how do we, I know it's difficult. And I know it's, there's so many different complications and from everything, but at the same time, we are watching cleansing mm -hmm. of a whole country. And you can, and we're watching just like the lies behind the scenes too of Putin saying, oh, you know, this, they're a Nazi government and they're lying to you. And they, they, they also said that they stand with the U S and they'll together. They created COVID. That's the other thing that Putin <laughs> told his people. And you got to hope, I don't know this for sure, but you got to hope those people are getting some, you know, real news, some real. I think honest. they are, but if they, if they do anything, they're getting the crap beat out of them. Right. But did you see that one, uh, news reporter they're like doing the nightly news and some news reporter came up behind the other, the woman in the news with a sign that said, no, you know, stop war, uh, don't believe um, the lies, something like that. And it was just like, that's ballsy. Well, you'll never see him again. Well, it's a female and she also, they like, they detained her and then they let her go and they find her like $5,000. Really? 14 rubles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had a buddy of mine. Uh, it's funny. I met him through work and he was fixing computers for my company and he's from Moscow. He's, I would guess he's probably 70 years old right now. Super good dude. Looked like a Russian Danny DeVito. It was so funny. <laughs> but <laughs> I brought him over to my house I grew up in. And uh, my grandpa's there. And my one-legged grandpa that I told the story with, Ken yeah. Garrity. And so I brought him over there. And me and my grandpa and this, kid, this Russian guy are sitting at the table. And we're, you know, just talking, telling stories. And he brought his, you know, Russian vodka over. I'm going to drink you all under the table. About an hour and a half later, he's passed out at the kitchen table. <laughs> but it's so funny because he's telling a story about if anybody does anything against KGB or, you know, next, you can tell by their, their thumbs, he said, because they put their thumbs in a door and they slam the door on the, their thumbs and they're trying to get him to talk. I mean, oh. he's like, it's, it's insane. But he said, unfortunately, he said the United States is turning into what Russia was or what Russia is. Just like yeah. controlling media yeah. or Just what? Just the government controlling everything. And I'm not getting political because this is not what this is about, but this is what this guy said. He lived it. Hmm. And now he's telling, you know, and everything that's going on over there, it's just mind boggling. It's, it I is. And, and you're like, right, to like see it play out of the news. And like, where does it, where does it end? And then people are fleeing, of course. I don't know if your friend fleed. People are staying to fight. You know, what would like think about it if if that came to you? What would you do? Send your wife and kids out and grab a gun and just say, "Hey, I'm gonna hunker in," knowing like you're, they're not. You know, I don't know how they. I don't know how it ends. I was gonna say, how does it end? Because I don't see them winning that war. Well, I but don't think do they, they... they win the war. But the problem is, I think I honestly think if they just run, it's not going away. Well, it's they'll gonna take over. It. They're gonna take over that government, right? Well, yeah, it's not going away. So. I know it's easy for me to say right now because I'm not over there, but at the same time, I guarantee I would stay. Would I have my son stay? Because he's a big kid. Would I have my daughter stay? Stronger than you are. I mean, yeah. Well, he hits the ball farther. I don't think he's stronger. <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, there's it's tough. I mean, this is a really, really tough topic, but I just don't think sitting around like eating popcorn, watching it. Yeah, here. Here's some here's some new drones. Here's this and that. I'm like, what are we playing risk here? Well, right. And you know, 
Give Biden keeps saying like, well, we go, we, we, you know, do a no fly zone. We're basically starting World War three. We'll start shooting down planes. We're starting World War three, you know, yes, it's true. But does that need to happen or does, does somebody need to put their foot down before it's like, otherwise, you know, it's not going to end. They're going to take it over. And then, and then what? They're going to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, uh, staying with Ukraine, that's all I'm saying. I think it's, uh, it's shitty what they're doing and, uh, most of us in the U.S. here are backing you guys, so keep up the fight. Zelensky's a star, isn't he? He's Jeez. yeah, yeah. What a story that, that is, guy right? has! Holy, what smokes. a story! Did you hear that? His he had four. Uh, his dad, or no, no, his grandpa had three other brothers, and when the Nazis invaded, they killed three of the four brothers. His uncles. Yep, and okay. the only one that survived was his grandpa. He's the grandson of that kid oh really his great uncle so the nazis are trying to cleanse now he's getting cleansed it's just it's just a weird i mean like come on give the guy a break i love that he like and he's bringing turtlenecks back (laughs) (laughs) too much light of this but like he looks fucking awesome he's got this like green he's an actor he's he is an actor i know he He is an actor actor but he is not acting in this role but he is looking the part like i love that he's got it down and he's ready to fight and he's filming live in front of buildings and he's got his you know yeah bring cohorts it. with them and god damn yeah, ronald reagan would be blushing right now oh my god everybody would seriously no he's 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 what they need man right i think without him and shit the klitschko brothers is i mean all those guys are just getting anybody from ukraine ties to come and fight and good for them right but uh, let's go back to so watching. Go. Yeah, you watch that on the news. What else are you doing with your time? I know our so our kids play hockey together. They they're out. They are um, out. They they're done. Some kids are moving on, getting the state tournament youth youth hockey, which is fun. But what do you do with your time now? Like it's gosh, it it's doesn't like it end, ends though. too fast. I know, but it, it starts up too fast. It does. I Wait. make my kid take some time off. He hasn't done anything in a while. I can't make my which, kids do anything. They don't listen to shit. <laughs> Well, but. my kid didn't do anything, so now he'll never make the team next year. Because he, he's took, he's taken two weeks off. He's way behind. He's out. He's out. <laughs> Lord, what you, Lord, what did you do between March second and March sixteenth? Uh, I didn't really do too much. I kind of like healed up. You're done. It's too late for you, bro. There's no time for you. Yeah. So, what have you been up to? Like, what do you, what do you do? Like, with uh, you got your kids still playing, right? Well, my daughter started up a week, pretty much a week to two weeks after it ended. Yep. I mean, her new other league started. Uh, my son, baseball has been going on for a few, you know, shit, a few months now. Yeah. Uh, he's got golf tryouts coming up. Uh, it, it just doesn't end. I, you know, obviously you got everything else going on, right? I mean, you got work. I unfortunately sold my house in Cottage Grove when I lived down there and did well it, it worked out for me so my uncle uh asked me to sell his house so i just actually sold that today so it's cool that's uh, like nothing like having a full-time job being a realtor making a podcast and uh looking good every day <laughs> right <laughs> must be a circus mirror <laughs> right <laughs> no it's i mean it's, it's just keep juggling right i mean keep doing what you should do and Try to do, you know have fun with life. Did you watch any of the state tourney, the high school boys and girls state tourney? Yes. Oh my God, it was awesome. It was awesome. I mean, this girls state tournament. It was kind of how it was supposed to be, especially the quarterfinals. I don't even know why they did the quarterfinals. The, the games were absolute blowouts. But then once it got past that, there were real good hockey. 
So I don't want to like diminish anybody, but are there certain sections that get blown out every year or is it, does it kind of like even, even out? No, there are certain sections. I mean, there are some powerhouse sections for sure, you know, so it, it is what it is. And, And I feel bad for those kids that are in those sections because unfortunately the girls don't generate apparently the audience the boys do so they don't even show the girls games that's too bad yeah those quarterfinal games so there's you know those teams from the kind of the out state you know teams they they don't even get to say hi mom or pioneer landscaping I think if you're broadcasting a state tournament you broadcast the state tournament i even believe you should be they should be putting the third place game on the consolation yeah. game on why not well you can get i guarantee you can get advertising i guarantee you can get people to commentate guarantee it i mean there's people that want to do that all the time. Right. So get them out there, have fun with it. And I guarantee we have enough Fortune 500 companies here and other companies that want to advertise. So they could get this televised easily. And I'm not quite sure why they don't, don't do right. it. What about um, Channel 45 running uh, reruns of Two Broke Girls? Where are you going to put that? How many camel toes are you going to show? <laughs> <laughs> not enough, according to their sponsors. Seriously. But yeah, Friends reruns and Two Broke Girls. I mean, God, if I want to watch that crap, I could turn on Netflix anytime. Well, you want. got this once in a lifetime chance for these kids. You got this once a year thing for all of us. You're telling me people wouldn't watch that? You wouldn't tune that on over like the 15th season of Friends? It's just dumb. So I'm all for that. And uh, I'm all for putting more games on TV. It's a... It's the biggest, I mean, people talk about this across the country. Like, it's, oh my God. It's March, see? right? Yeah. For for three weeks in March, show every state tournament we have. Who cares? Yep. Enjoy it. Yep. I, I even wonder, you know, it'd be interesting to see how many people across the country tune into this. People in Boston, people in Michigan, you know, hockey's growing, hopefully still growing. And it's pretty cool to watch. You know, Bouchergrass came out and did, he did play-by-play one, one game or did color one game uh, a couple years ago. So I think that's pretty sweet. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, getting to the boys, right? I mean, Kinger's got his flow cello going. That's fantastic. Oh, he can't beat the all-hockey hair team. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. He's, he's very creative. But the the boys tournament, wow. You know, I, I don't know if I've seen a better tournament. I mean, you had the kind of the kid that came out of the gates – Dude, did he come on I mean, the holy gates? cow. I mean, he was everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. What do you have, five? Five the first game, yeah. Moses, what's his name? Alex. Bump? Alex Bump, yeah. yeah. And uh, then and then the team that they played next kind of had him figured it out. Figured yeah. out. Well, the team they played next is a monstrous team. Yeah. Um, so that was Andover, right? Mm-mm. That was Maple Grove. Oh, yeah, that was Maple Grove. Grove. And yeah. they, they bumped him and they hammered they him. The bump. And then they, he got frustrated. He landed on top of some kid, gave him a shot to the face. You could tell they threw him off his game, mm-hmm. which, you know, he can take a lesson from every every team, really. Like, hey, you got to play tough. You got to play physical. Um, they knocked him off his his game, but he he was a star. He was the talk of the tourney. He really was. I'm, Good luck to him. He's committed to Vermont. Mm-hmm. And would you, I mean, the Catamounts. I mean, it's a beautiful area. We were up there last summer, but. Uh, you don't he, like the name Catamounts? Is there is that like a, I think it's kind of sweet. I kind of like it. I kinda like different. it, but I just think his stock was raised oh, yeah. so high. Yeah. So I cannot believe he hasn't uh, decommitted, but who knows? I mean, who knows what this kid's going to do? But holy cow, is he him he is talented well that first game is just he was unstoppable and then he he had five goals and he totally set up the other goal yeah yeah that was pretty fun to watch great hockey iq but yeah he was i mean he had a great great tourney i mean that was incredible and 
best jerseys in the tourney. I think by far the blue and yellow. Freudian slip. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He, uh, I mean, that that whole, that team and, I mean, Maple Grove did what they needed to do against him. They're, I mean, they have to be one of the biggest teams I've ever seen. They and, are, and their their top line was money. Yeah. So good. I mean, yeah. That one kid's 6'4". That, that one's 6 feet 220. Is that the kid with the shave, the skullet? Oh, my God. He had the just, shave on the top and the flow in the back, the yeah, number nine. Yeah, yeah. He had the skeleton. He's a beast. Yeah. Apparently, he's a good ball player, but it's uh, it's kind of funny. I don't know. Maybe I'm old, but I'm not the skeleton. I don't know. You're not down with the skeleton. I I don't know. Maybe he's just taking it off for baseball, getting rid of half of the hockey hair. Did you ever rock the hockey hair growing up? Did you ever do the Lions? Did you ever I do did. the, I actually, the big mullet? A, did you ever? I was such a goof. I like I went even further and put a, like a star in the side of my head. It was so dumb. It was ridiculous. I look at pictures and I'm like, what an asshole. How? How, isn't it crazy how big the hockey hair thing has gotten? Yeah. I mean, congrats to Kinger and the crew because it is part of the show. I mean, I would even say it's half of the show. Like that first day, it is the entire thing. Like every kid is looking at that camera, flowing it out, yeah. doing, the, doing the caterpillar, got the dual exhaust pipes. It is, it is like awesome. And... You know, I wonder what the coaches say about that. You know, I always wonder, like, are they like, oh, calm it down? Or are they just like, go have fun and do what you want to do? And like, this is your time to have fun. But it is, it's kind of a distraction, isn't it? It's like, unbelievable. Holy well, smokes. How about, how about the kid from Hill that did, <laughs> did the pioneer landscaping cause free <laughs> estimates? I'm like, they're going away with all the hi mom thing, I guarantee you from now on, because there nobody has done that before. That's the next level. Yeah. That they're not the gonna next they're level. Not gonna you watch, they're it. gonna turn off the audio. Either on those that or kids. you're gonna have somebody just bleeping it out or whatever. They're gonna turn off the yeah. audio on those kids because yeah. it's just like too fun. Thanks for wrecking it, but uh for you'll come good job, man. Or yeah, any yeah. landscaping. Exactly. Nah, good, good for them. Yeah, funny. That is God, funny. It's so good. How about um what was I going to say? The regions. How about know. that championship game? It was insane. Yeah. Double overtime. It was the greatest championship game I've ever seen because it wasn't, there was no slow point to it. There was no boring spot. It was back and forth, fast hockey. When you see 11 goals, you think, God, the goalies had to suck. Right. But then you're like, no, holy they, shit, they were making unbelievable saves the incredible the entire game. Um, yeah, it was unreal. Yeah. I mean, it, it was similar to the, I don't know what year it was, Duluth East. Apple Valley. Apple Valley yeah. five overtime yeah. game. I mean, guys are like just spent. But yeah. I mean, you almost, five gets to be a lot. Then you're like, all right, these guys aren't even can barely skate anymore. You feel bad for all of them. You're like, just stop and give them all a trophy. <laughs> these guys are just balls out. Yeah. I mean, it was great. That five overtime game, I was at Grandma's over on Seven Corners Yeah, in the game kept going and going and going. And all of a sudden they said, last call. And we're like, what? It wasn't game over yet? It wasn't over. We got booted before the game was over. <laughs> and then by the time we got home, it was, I'm like, God dang it. But yeah, that Absolutely. was unbelievable. I think there was a Bloomington Jefferson game back in like the late 80s that actually was going to so many overtimes. They called the game at night and started in the morning. Wow. Yeah. I, I, it was going, I don't know if it was five or whatever it was, but they just said, we'll just start in the morning. Did you see there was a show where, and I don't think it wasn't hockey, it was basketball maybe, where it was like the longest game ever. One team ended up winning 
and they brought all these guys back to play one more time when they were like 40 and it was like this like hey let's get back together and and uh I think the, maybe the game got canceled because it went so long they just like stopped playing. Really? So they brought them all back and they made a movie out of it and they just like lived out their dreams and they all had fun doing it. But it was like this, like, let's go all get back together and, and, and let you guys finish the game once and for all. And some of these guys took it really seriously. I think they were maybe 30s, not 40s. That's but they funny. took it seriously because they really wanted to win. Let's this finish thing. this. Who's yeah. the champ, right? Uh, that's great. Yeah, but speaking of basketball, holy crap, the Timberwolves are on fire, huh? God, do I have to watch the Timberwolves? I know. Is that what you're saying? Do I, gotta, I tuned in last night for the first time in like 13 years. It makes mean, me so happy to see LeBron James failing. <laughs> God, he's such a dick. Ever I, since that damn, the uh, what was it, the decision? Yes. Oh, God. Well, people, that's his, that was his nail in his coffin. Yeah. That's why people never like him like they do. They did uh, MJ. Yeah. You know, never. Absolutely. But. <laughs> So the T-Wolves, right? Making the playoffs? Absolutely. Okay. And got a ch chance to make a little run? I don't know. I don't know why wouldn't why not, but I mean, it you never know with this stuff. Teams can be down by 25 and the next thing you know they're up by 20. Right. But do they have the gun like here's what I hate about the NBA and this is why we'll never watch it until they change this. They go out and they find three of the top 10 players, put them on a team and that team wins the championship every year and and the, a couple teams do it and then if you don't do it you're out and these guys they're smart enough they're like oh i played with this guy at aau and i'll cut my salary as long as we get to play together because we got a chance to win a, a trophy i hate that so i mean they do have great players right and they've got young talent but do they have the core of like the big three and kevin garnett ruined it for everybody thanks a lot KG. well i think i think uh, uh who was the point guard back then on the the wolves back then stefan marbury yeah when marbury had to leave because he wasn't the man i think we would have had that team i mean because we had that google out it was a, a really good player so those three were googs googs shout out to googs <laughs> yeah no he was i mean that was a good team is and this the, would you say that this is the first podcast that tom Gugliotta's name has been put on air on, in Minneapolis, St. Paul, yes, yes. Were you thinking that, like nationwide? Well, Ohio, yeah, Ohio and March Madness. I mean, yeah, you're probably in somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got you off. It is March Madness. <laughs> no, it's, uh, gosh, that was fun back then. So here's something else I want to talk about. Um, kids are done playing hockey, right? We got the state tournament going on. Now we start the summer, the summer grind, right? How much money can you possibly spend on kids continuing to do sports day after day after day? I mean, I don't know how you afford it. I was talking to my buddy the other day and he's like, what are your kids doing for the summer? I was like, oh, you know, my son's playing hockey. And he's like, oh, yeah, my, I'm just getting over the grind. I go, oh, your kids play hockey too? He's like, no, my daughters do dance. And I was like, and that's expensive? He's like, it's ridiculous. The costumes and the wardrobe and the trips and the – he's like – at one point, we get we went down to Florida. They didn't even tell us how long we had to stay, so we had to keep booking hotel rooms because it just went on and on and on. And it's just like a money pit. Like, how do you how do you afford it as parents? Like, I feel like all right, I'm at a good level in my life. I can I can get it. You know, I can afford this. I, like at some point, I'm gonna run out of money. I don't get it. I mean, I yeah, I'm, we're in the same boat, and I'm like every week, I'm like what what's next mm -hmm. every i mean every day like i talked to a guy today yeah well just give us 700 dollars and you can come for the next week and i'm like 
Jesus Christ, where's it coming from? Right. You know, but it, I don't know, man. It, there's everything is so specialized now and everybody's a genius at it. I mean, they're mm -hmm. the best of the best, right? It's so different than when we were kids though, because it's not like there's only a few people that knew what the heck they're talking about. I truly believe, I mean, there's a lot of people that know every sport. Right. So you don't have to go to the most popular person to understand how to skate. Sure. You know, so it, and technology, obviously, you got YouTube, you got everything else. I mean, it's a lot easier to teach kids now than it was back then. Right. Yeah. I, I don't, I just, at some point, it's just got to stop because there's just time. And the other thing is, I mean, equipment, right? Well, yeah. How about if you and I started some like kids league something where we can just make a shit ton of money on people who like teach your kids how to play pickleball? Or <laughs> you want, I want my kid to be the world best, like, uh, and I'm terrible at this, but the freaking Rubik's Cuber, <laughs> you know, like there are people who will pay for that. They'll be like, I will give you $200 a day if you teach my kid how to be the world's best freaking Rubik's Cuber. I, I, I'm convinced you, you can't teach somebody to do that. I've heard if you want to make a ton of money, you either start a sport or you start a religion. Well, let's, you know, I was watching Family Guy. This is a little while ago, but he started the Church of the Fonz. <laughs> And so then he could get all the, the government subsidies mm -hmm. and then they just go there and drink and watch sports. It's fantastic. They just walk in and they go, Hey, <laughs> it was great. That was the, that was the way to get in. That was the way to get in. Oh yeah. my God. No, it was great. Yeah. So we got to start that. I mean, that's put that on our list. Um, yeah. I don't know what else you got, buddy. We got a good, uh, a good story for me. Like we got to get some like East Side out of you. Like we got to like pry some of the those good like East Side stories out of you some more. Well, it's funny. I was thinking. You know, I was talking to because my daughter's a sophomore, right? And you know, college stuff's going to be coming up for sports. And I was thinking about when I was I went to take my ACT. So I lived uh, on the <laughs> south. <laughs> I lived on the south side. Did you the, take the ACT practice test and then get a tutor for the it. test yeah, and I've then never, they do the test and then do another test like the kids do these days? I've never taken like nine shots at it with the tutor <laughs> and everything. Any pretest on anything ever, right? <laughs> right. So I, I, uh, I said, "Hey, am I going to take this test?" I drive up, or no, I get dropped off because I think my car was broke or I didn't have a car or something because I'm poor as shit. But uh, so I got dropped off at Harding. And I get there and I'm like, oh my God, I forgot my paperwork on the counter. So my, my buddy has this little red Colt that- How long until the test is gonna happen? <laughs> Probably like 10 minutes. <laughs> and I live five miles away. Like, honest to God, it, it was like coming up. If I wasn't there, it's over, right? Yeah. So I get in my buddy's car, I go, give me your keys right now. And I got his keys, he's got this old beat up Colt, this tiny little red car. I was going down 61, about 100 miles an hour. This thing, I can't believe it held together. It was unbelievable. Got the paperwork, driving back up as fast as this thing would go. It was shaking so bad. And I got fucking pulled over. <laughs> the cop gets you're like, off. You're just thinking about the clock ticking. I'm just, and the yeah, teacher's like, yeah. all right, take out your pencils, everybody. It was unbelievable. So like, the cop comes up and he's like, I, I started opening the door. And I thank God he didn't shoot me, right? But I'm like, officer. I got a full ride to Michigan. If I don't go take my ACT test right now, I lose my full ride. I'm done with hockey. I'm like, oh my God, you got to help. You know. How long did it take you to come up with the story of how you, you got into Michigan full ride? About a hundredth of a second. Because it, it did just, not. It did, did not. Happen. Not remotely close. Yeah. Yes, as soon absolutely. as you saw the cherries, did you start like, just like, brainstorming? Yep, like, here we go. What am I going to come up with here? So 
told the guy, I'm like, got a full ride. He goes, all right, get back in your car and good luck. <laughs> so, so I ran a red light right in front of him to get past, to get up to school, to take the test in time. Oh, my God. It was so funny. He gave you the green light to just speed the hell the right through that. Green light to run a red light. Yeah. Oh, my oh God. God. It was so funny. And and that 16 you got on the ACT was well worth it. I don't even know if it was that. but <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mesa Community College. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. But uh, no, that was fun, Tommy. That was fun. That's good. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I guess until next time, right? I mean, this has been a good little pod. Yeah. And uh, – I think uh, I think we wrap it up for now, right? Yeah, and everybody, hey, thanks for tuning in. And it's funny when I say tuning in, it's like rolling up your windows. Nobody tunes in anything anymore. But hey, thanks for listening to this podcast. It's uh, every week. It's going to be about you know just shenanigans and stories from the past and a lot of sports talk, local and national. And you know, it's Bobby Finn knows everyone. Tom Lord, my sidekick. My uh, what do you say the Zuccarello to the Keepers, our Kiprasov. Yeah, yeah I'll, be your, I'll be your Zuccarello to your Kiprasov. That'd be fantastic. I'd get you a longer stick. <laughs> <laughs> but no, hey, everybody, thanks for tuning in. It's been a pleasure. Bobby Finn knows everyone. See you till next time. What's your catchphrase? Don't be a dick. Yes,